That makes sense. Yeah. You guys are, do not get up, do not move, start talking. And don't... Is it recording? Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Okay. Can you imagine if we did it and the whole thing, we were like, oh, it didn't record. It automatically records unless you tell it to stop. Okay. And then when it, when you end the call, it'll start compressing or doing whatever yes. it needs to, then we can. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Sounds yes. great. Looks great. Have fun. Thanks. Talk about me a lot. Pull me up. Get that ego going. Let's go. Goodbye. Go rest. Bye. You have to start your job tomorrow. Rest up, Justin. <laughs> or just go take care of the kiddos. <laughs> that too. That too. We're here. We're here. We did it. It's very weird to think it's audio, even though it is being recorded too for some people. Yeah. But the focus is more on the audio, which is going to feel weird at first. Right. Exactly. Like, <clears throat> excuse me. I also need to figure out how to get my voice to a place where it's like a kind of voice. Anyway, I grabbed all my project and projects instinctively knowing that we were sitting down together. And then I was like, oh, I don't need my projects. No, it's so... I love it. I actually love it. I'm super excited about this. I feel like we're going to have some growing pains at the beginning, getting used to the flow of it. Mm -hmm. But I feel like in the same breath, I feel like it's something like that has always been on my mind. Not like I want to do it, but I've always loved them. And it's mm -hmm. like, how do you do that? Mm -hmm. Like, instead of being just a knitting podcast, because that's, that's what we do. But there's so much more to us than that. Exactly. That's our profession. But like behind the scenes, it's, I feel like every single part of our lives centers around creativity, even when it's just our conversations like this. Every single thing I do, and, and I was talking about it on um, my Instagram live this morning, um, how like it took me so many years to figure out like that that's okay. Like my whole life is, is about being creative. When I go to bed at night, I'm thinking about what I'm going to do the next day. And it's, it's all creative, whether it's cooking, cleaning, organizing, working, everything we do is create is centered on being creative. I know. I know. I would say the only thing <laughs> of mine and maybe of yours, I don't know that is not creative at all is my um, fashion sense. Oh, for those of you who oh. have joined us through video, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm in my pajamas. <laughs> I feel like I'm in my pajamas. I agree. It's never been something I focused on. Mm -hmm. But it is such a legitimate source of creativity for so many people. So many. Let's and just I love talk it. about it. Let's just talk about it. We just finished watching. Did you finish watching The Big Brunch with Dan mm. Levy? I am obsessed with The Big Brunch. Did you finish it? I sure freaking did. Oh my God. Okay. So let's talk about his fashion sense. It's off the charts, crazy, amazing. It's it impeccable. He is. Well, let's just say our fashion sense fits who we are. You see what you, or you get what you see. Yeah, what you see. Yeah. I just feel like so much of our creativity goes in other areas that it's not something. Totally. And, and I've talked about this a million times. Like I, my job is so messy. 
Right. Like it destroys clothes. So like I have a uniform, which I love a uniform. Same. I'm all Same about thing. a uniform. Mm-hmm. No muss, no fuss. Yeah. But you are a hundred percent right. There are so many people. I mean, Diane Keaton, one of my favorites in this world, her fashion sense is for me, amazing amazing it's like art it's wearable art and I do wish like I do appreciate good fashion even like not even like high fashion I'm not talking like Paris fashion week I'm talking like like, yeah like someone who can get up in the morning throw on a nice pair not even nice just a pair of jeans a button-up a wide belt throw their hair up throw a little lipstick on and walk out like that to me is good fashion same same okay so let's work on that this year Let's let's be a little more fashionable. Let's be a little more <laughs> for those of you who aren't watching us. Hard. We're all making like ooh faces. It just sounds hard. It sounds hard because it's not what we're naturally inclined to do. Okay, no. but also we have dove right into this podcast without any kind of introduction. Hello, here we are. Vibe. We just assume. How bad is this? We just assume everyone listening knows so much about us already. Which... We're like, just pick it up where we left it off. Yes, but hopefully that isn't the case because we do want to welcome every um body, every form of art, every form of people. Like, yes. I'm really excited about this. I want this to be next level in that case, like appeal to so many different people and. So yeah, okay, let's do a proper introduction. You're in charge. Let's do a proper introduction. Okay, welcome to the first ever audio podcast um, in the legacy fiber arts realm. We are just starting out, obviously. This is episode one. This is the Creative Seed podcast. We named it as such because what does a seed do? but grow. And if we can help anybody listening to this grow their creative self, even one little iota, then we will have accomplished what we are looking to accomplish. Yes. Somebody mentioned that this morning because we were talking about people who like, I don't understand people who are bored. Mm. And it's like, they were like, well, this is what this podcast should do is help people like who are bored not be bored. Yeah. It's that spark of inspiration. And that's even when I'm looking like, excuse me, when I'm looking for, uh, like a, a YouTube podcast or something like that, because I'm such a visual person. A lot of times that visual element really needs to be in play for me to feel that spark of inspiration. Mm. Um, so that, I think that's kind of what I'm hoping that people can get out of that, this, whether it be in the video form or the audio form, like when you're listening. So when, okay. When I'm watching an inspiring podcast on YouTube, if it, if it has spark sparked that, um, that light in me, what I'm doing for the second half of the video is figuring out what I'm going to do the minute that video is over. Yes. So I want the people listening to this, be listening with imminent plans to go apply this. I love that. Well, and I have to say, I have, I have a couple audio podcasts and there's a million, I just haven't delved into enough, 
But when I need to be inspired to be a homemaker, I listen to Homemaker Chic. Like I, if I have a lot of housework to do, which I find to be very creative and it, it, it puts my brain in a different flow. Mm -hmm. Um, I go right there. Mm -hmm. So, and I find I don't have as much time to watch anymore because I'm always, I don't want to say working because I don't want to be that person that's always working, but I'm always moving. Mm -hmm. I'm very rarely sitting watching. Mm -hmm. So that's what inspired me that thought of let's try to do an audio podcast. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Yeah. I love it. So that is why we're here. That's what we're going to be talking about. We have a long list of topics we want to dive into with this community, as well as a long list of guests that hopefully we will be able to get on, do a little like fireside slash couchside chat with, find out where their inspiration comes from in the form of a very loose interview-ish. I mean, mm -hmm. we're not interviewers per se, but who knows where this will lead us. Yeah. I'm a big questioner. I love questions. Like I love it. And I asked so many questions. I remember when you guys brought friends home, I was always asking them questions mm -hmm. because I was so interested in their lives. Not like I wanted, to, I needed to know what was going on. Like I really was interested. I'm very interested in people's lives and how their brains work and I am so blessed with friends that are deep thinkers that, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, I'm so like, we can get going and whoa, those conversations are amazing. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of like around here. And also we are friends with so many makers in this community, but most of the makers are not just knitters. They do so much else. I would venture to say every single one of them. I would venture to say the same. So, yeah. and again, I just, I have so many questions for people. I agree. I completely agree. Yes. Okay. So where should we go from here? Oh. Should we do, should this kind of be like our intro episode where it's like, this is who we are these are, this is what we do. Mm -hmm. This is how we're connected. Yes. Okay. So now yeah. that you know what we're going to do with this platform, with this podcast, we, for anybody who doesn't know who we are, we're going to do little intros and just kind of have some general chit chat around who we are. I like it. I think it's important and again, we can't assume everyone listening has watched us before and knows much about our lives. Right. So do you want to start? Yes. Good. I think. I will start speaking and you can feel free to jump in. Again, this is so weird because in my mind, I'm looking at you and this looks and feels so normal. But then I go to the place where I'm like, oh, but this is an audio podcast. Nobody can see us. Yes. And I'm like, oh, wow. And then I get intimidated. And then I'm like, oh, same, same. I agree. I, I, I think we have to be okay with the fact that this first one is really a warm up, mm -hmm. And that is uh, probably the first 10 will be warm ups until we really find a groove. Yeah. You know, <laughs> our intentions right now are what we said, but we also are very um, 
I think we tend to like, like float around. We do. And you'll we- probably catch on to that very quickly. It, yeah. It just, and it's just what and happens. One, yeah. And one thought sparks another, sparks another in a direction. And we do want this to be as organic as possible. It's not scripted. It's not, it's very loosely, um, you know, Rachel does this for me. She starts with an outline and then we kind of, and I feel like that's what it's going to be similar to is we're going to have thoughts about the day, but we're really, I don't think we know how to do it any other way, but to just let it go, let it flow, let it take whatever direction. I think that's when the magic happens. I totally agree. And I think we really, with this podcast, need to be as true to our authentic selves as possible because otherwise y'all aren't going to enjoy it. We aren't going to enjoy it. So, all right. So let's give it a go. Let's just go. Let's just go. My name is Chelsea. Yes. Go ahead, mom. What are you going to say? No, I said you're on. Oh, I'm on. My name is Chelsea. I live in Northern Vermont. I am the daughter in this scenario because we are a mother-daughter duo taking on all things crafty and creative. Um, I have two little kids. I have a wonderful husband. Um, what else? I don't even, I don't even know. Like I, go ahead. Okay. So I'll have my first question because you know me, when did you realize that being creative was vital to your existence? Mm -hmm. Very recently to go into that. No. Okay. Again, we're being authentic to ourselves. If that's what you want to know, then that's what I'm going to talk about. No, it's okay. Um, Very recently in a real um, like tangible sense, like I've always said it and I've always agreed with you when you said like creativity is like oxygen. Like I cannot go a day without it because it is literally oxygen for me. And I was always like, yes, of course it is. Like, yes, yes, yes. That makes sense. But only I would say within the last couple of months has it really like embedded itself in me. And I've, and I actually remember there was one day that I was down here in my studio and I was thinking, oh, this is what mom felt. This is what she meant all those years. Mm. So that it, I would say within the last couple of months, I mean, it's always been a staple. It's always been my emergency room. I'm doing air quotes for those audio listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever, you know, let's say in college, I mean, I was so lucky to go to college for such a creative Yes. I went to college for uh, dance performance. I minored in business and then I had a focus in fine art. Um, so I really, my creativity was really baked into my courses, but it's always so different when it's required versus when it's not, or at least it is for me. For you, especially. Especially. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I would find myself in my like creative emergency room and I would be sketching and I would be, you know, doing all of those things when I felt uh, depleted or lost or, you know, just not myself. I feel like I'm going to go off on such a tangent and I don't go know. For it. Or not. Okay. So for me, and again, I think your, your use of the words emergency room are so important mm-hmm. because that's what we do around all self-care. I don't know if it's as women or as humans, Mm -hmm. And I think when we stop using 
our creativity, our self-care of what I call creativity, self-care for myself, mm -hmm. anything where we are, we are getting what we need because we're so depleted. Um, that emergency room situation is so unhealthy. I've seen it in other areas of my life where that word is used. And it's like, why do we go to the brink before we do what we need to do? So I love that you brought up that word or the usage of those two words, because it's such an unbalanced way of life, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? And it's like our goal to be more just content. I really don't like the word happy. I like the word content. Same. I strongly dislike the word. Yes. Happy. This whole thing about being happy is like, I don't need to be happy. I need to be content. How boring would life be if we if were happy all the time, happy all the time. I, I agree. You wouldn't even recognize it as happiness if you had, but contentment is, is such a great feeling. Yes. Because you um, know, there are ups and downs, there are highs and lows, and you're still just, you're there and you're content. Yes. Yes. And it's so funny because the whole new year and people want to get rid of last year and last year was so bad. Like it just feels like that's a constant with people. And it's, it, there were such good moments, even when it's hard, but anyways, so the emergency room concept, I love that you brought that up. I think it's so important. Mm -hmm. So important. I mean, so continue because I love the fact that you're no longer using it for an emergency room situation. No. And that was actually how I realized that it was so vital was because I was, it was actually with my journal, my Hobonichi journal that I just, I think I finally found my sweet spot in that world. Um, I, I function really well with uh, things dialed in, I think. And when I have too much, it's like, no, can't do it. So mm -hmm. I, I, you know, I switched over my journal style. Now I'm doing, I'm using the uh, Hobonichi weeks for anybody that is interested. Um, and so anyways, but I have found that I'm able to be very consistent with it. And it is because I simply have to be consistent with it. Like I, when I, this is so weird. I woke up in the middle of the night, like two nights ago. And all I could think about was my, my layout for the next day. That's oh, all that. I could think about. Like, I wonder what I'm going to use. I wonder which, uh, like truly mm -hmm. I was just like visualizing my layout. And it's like, this is obviously very embedded in me. Mm -hmm. And I, it, I, I don't know. I just feel so, so, so grateful that we work in this type of a format where the creativity is our, again, air quotes, work. Mm -hmm. But there's no other work I'd rather be doing because it kind of, again, it ins hopefully it inspires others to find those nooks and crannies in their day where they can say like, okay, this is actually oxygen for me. So let me just grab my journal. Let me just get my camera. Let me just snap mm -hmm. a few shots. And so, yeah, I don't even know where I was going with that, but Oh, that's how I realized it. When I started journaling this year, even no last year through Vlogmas, yeah. um, that was, that was when it hit me. Yeah. Your Vlogmases are fantastic. I know I'm your mother. <laughs> I know, I know that, but honestly, they're so good. Thank you. Thank you. I love doing that's, that's another huge creative outlet for me is the editing, the music, all of that fun stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's, there's always room to grow. And I, I like that I can look back on other years and 
I actually cringe when I look back on other years when it comes to like the technical sides of things like for watching the family I adore but then I'm like oh god I could have cut that sooner I could have faded that into the but anyway but let's talk about that holy cow like that is the whole reason everything continues to get better you you can never look backwards and regret it because you needed that to get better right that's true like that's such a good point no yeah but I it's it's funny because what this conversation oh Winnie's home Dad will get her right out of here. What this conversation is bringing up in me and what I'm remembering is like people saying to me, um, I don't have time to do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to roll my eyes. <laughs> Sorry, Winnie's that Win- my Okay, so any, but for anybody who doesn't know, who is Winnie, mom? Winnie is our puppy, our old English dog. <laughs> There she is. Anybody that's lucky enough to be watching gets to see her. And Dave is in charge Mm -hmm. of her right now. Yeah. Anyways, um, I used to have a really hard time with people saying, I don't have time to do that. And I don't have time. And it's like, you make the time. You know, like I I had three little ones running around and was running a needlework business at that time. And it's like, so it's that whole thing. And then feeling being made to feel like it was a luxury. Right. Oh, lucky so, you, you get to Yeah, get how to lucky it. you are. And it's like, it's really not a luxury for me at all. It's a necessity. So, but because I feel like that is that is the way many, many, many people think that that don't everyone's creative. So I don't want to say that aren't creative, but the the but that don't feel the need to feed their creative side. Oh, or understand it. Mm-hmm. So it, it made me for so long almost feel uncomfortable about it and guilty, like guilt. It guilt. Sounds like. Yeah. Like, oh, well. And, and like if I was taking the time to do something, I felt like I didn't, I really didn't feel like it. I thought I should feel like I should be doing something else. <laughs> but like, to me, if you want the best of me, I need to do those kind of things. And, and I always know when I haven't gotten enough time in because I get really agitated. I get really grumpy. I get, which are not really my normal way of being. And the minute I sit down, it's like a a switch goes off and it's Mm -hmm. like, how have I forgotten this again? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm going to flip the script on you now. Okay. When, when was the moment that you realized that creativity was a necessity for you? Because I know you have been creative off the jump. Since I was like, a little girl. Yes. But you also lived in a household that wasn't super conducive to creative learning or creativity. So it, yes, it wasn't. I mean, what I had was, you know, Graham. Mm-hmm. who was creating all the time. True. I forget. My grandmother, your great grandmother. Mm-hmm. And then Graham, same. Like she always had something in her hands at night. But I think for them, it was, you had to be busy. Mm. I don't know if they acknowledged it the same way. I'm right. Not it was more sure. of a duty. Like, duty. Like, yeah. That's kind of what time. I was thinking. Yeah. Which is so embedded, you know, it's so embedded in me that don't waste time, which mm-hmm. drives me crazy. But anyways, um, but it took me, I mean, I went to art school, the whole nine yards. And 
I only started calling myself an artist, which I think ties in with the, the creativity piece of, but see, then I was like, I was doing it for work. I was validating it. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm actually, I honestly, I think it was probably when you guys all came along and, you know, basically children, you can't love more, but they also suck the living life out of you at times. Oh, and they redefine who you are as a person. Exactly. And that's when I knew if I wanted to be calm and like, I mean, you guys probably never saw, you probably thought the whole world had a mother that sat around, not sat around, but you know what I mean? Yeah. That was knitting, stitching, anything possible. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, if I don't have something in my hands at night and that is because I crave it and want it, not because I feel like I should be anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, people would think there was something wrong with me. Right. Like, honestly. So I only started calling myself an artist when I started doing yarn. I remember that. that. Yeah. Before that, I was, I was illustrating, reading car. I mean, I was always in the field, but I never felt I earned it, which mm -hmm. is, again, that's a whole, like the way the world thinks. I wonder um, if, because we have a good size community around this business, if that's what made you feel so validated. It must be, it must be something. I felt like I finally claimed it. Like mm. why, what level do I have to go to before mm. I can claim this kind right. of thing? Right. Um, but yeah. And then I started realizing, I do think it, it wasn't my whole life that I realized it was like survival for me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I did it like it was survival, but I didn't understand it like it was survival. It was like your body was taking care of you without you recognizing what it was mm -hmm. doing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I love, I have so many, not so many, but there are people in my life that feel guilty. They have to get this, this, and this done mm -hmm. before they're allowed to sit down. Yeah. I sit down first. <laughs> and then... In between when my hands get a little sore or my eyes get a little tired, I run and do like a, a should thing again. Yeah. I hate the word should. I don't use the word should. No, but I get what you mean. I mean, I do, I do see some value in using your making time as like a reward for doing something. Like I definitely do that sometimes. Like when the house has just gone to, you know, crap and and the laundry, nobody has clean clothes and the cupboards are bare. It's like, okay, I actually had to do this the other. Okay. Oh, see, this is what's going to happen. My brain just goes in a million different places. I think we have to be okay with it. We do. Okay. So this is where I'll go with it. This last week, this week between the end of the holiday season, as, as we celebrate it and the beginning of the new calendar year, it's very much a limbo time. We all know this. We all experience that gray area and it, there's such value in it. And there's also such um, uh, ambiguity in it, in the sense. And especially because right now, for me specifically, we have a lot of changes happening in mm. this week. Yeah. Um, so I found myself in this past week just sitting down here in my office space, in a cloud. My head was in a cloud. 
with my knitting, which I'm working on um, a cozy comfort throw, which is a pattern by Molly Clatt. And it is literally a garter throw. It is garter stitch. It is the most mindless project you could ever imagine. Mm -hmm. And I knit for hours to the point where it was almost detrimental to me because it wasn't enjoyable. It was just the only thing I could bring myself to do because of the overwhelm. Mm -hmm. And so the next day, it was a, it was a rough day. Like Justin really had to help pull me out of it. And the next day I sat in bed because it was Justin and I flip-flop every morning, getting up with the kids early. Um, I was sitting in bed with my knitting and I was like, okay, Chelsea, you get an hour and then you have to focus on something else. You have to, because that's the only way you're going to feel good is if you accomplish, not even accomplish, but if you can just refocus for a bit. And that was the day that I called you and you're like, oh my God, you did all this work and I haven't done it. And I was like, I, no, I had to, <laughs> I had to do the work. It's, it's interesting. Cause can I insert something here? Yes, of course. I'm using the word discomfort in that week. Cause that's what it feels like for me. Okay. It's like, well, it's just like, you can't really do anything because everyone's on vacation and you feel like you should be on vacation. Something that I've learned in the past five years, maybe is it's okay to live in that discomfort. Mm -hmm. And like, I feel like for you, that was so important, mm -hmm. so important. So I've learned not always, I'm not super good at it, mm -hmm. but to be comfortable in that discomfort, mm -hmm. just to, just to allow it and just say, I'm just going to sit here and I had a similar week. It was similar, but very different, if that makes any sense, is I spent a lot of time just doing whatever I wanted. Mm -hmm. I mean, talk about uncomfortable when you've got a business and you've got like, you know, it's always on our minds, like our, our bottom line numbers for that month. And here I'm sitting doing nothing. Uh-huh. I mean, that is something I don't typically do. I'm always, but I'm working really hard on that. And I feel like similar, like, I mean, today's dad's birthday, so it's hard to work yeah. too much. I feel yeah. a little bad, but holy cow, like my brain is on fire. I mean, we were chatting quick this morning, just texting. And I felt like holy cow, my brain's on fire right now. I'm like ready to go. So that time of doing nothing or just feeling uncomfortable is so important if we could just allow it. Well, and I think that was it too. It was like, I, cause I was that day where I was just down here knitting. I was thinking to myself, like, Chelsea, you've just got to let it go. Like this, this is serving a purpose. And yes. then, Yeah. Is that how you were feeling too? Yes, but go ahead. I just can like, this is serving a purpose is so yes. important. Yes. Um, but then it kind of started to like tiptoe its way into that, like, ooh, now I can feel myself like turning off. Now I can feel myself like, you know, like a lot of people in this world, I struggle with anxiety a lot. I struggle with oh. a little bit of depression. Mm -hmm. um, and I could kind of feel it tiptoeing its way into that. And that, that was the moment where I was like, okay it served its purpose and I can no longer live in this space. I'm out of here. <laughs> yes. Well, 
we've talked about this and it was interesting that you have the same experience because I thought it was as always significant only to me. <laughs> but isn't that just the way of the world though? It is. Our own experience is all we know. So how can we know what other people? Right. Are? And it's also that piece of when we're vulnerable enough to share those experiences, we learn like, Oh, phew, it's not just me, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but I've talked about it. When I have a day where say I sit, like we all crave these days. I just want to knit all day. I just want to stitch all day. I just want to draw all day. Well, the end of that day, I hit a wall and I go into this like funk of, I don't feel good. Yeah. And you shared the same thing. And I was like, it's probably a thing. I'm, I'm sure people will comment on this of, so again, that's where that balance, like now I don't know why I enjoy multitasking so much. And like, I don't know if it's from having three kids and needing to multitask. I get this sense of accomplishment. So for me, my best days are the days like yesterday, I had this fantastic day of cooking, baking, stitching, entertaining. Like I might've even thrown a little work in. I don't think I did. But anyways, I do think for me, the creativity in my day can't be the same thing. It has yeah. to be like multi, like, Ooh, like creative diversity. Exactly, I love it. Exactly. So it's not like I just want to create for an hour or I feel really worn out. I need to mix it up. Well, and what a full circle moment to the beginning of this conversation, because I think that's just the whole point, right? It's like everything is creative. And we need, for me, my brain needs to be able to work a little bit, maybe not a ton, yes. but if I'm just doing the same thing over and over again for six hours, mm -hmm. my brain is then no longer being creative. It's just, it's yes. just moving. So it's almost like, like problem solving. I find to be very creative. Oh, I love problem solving. It is so creative That's and it the, is so the mother. Yes. Mothers have to be amazing problem solvers in that's, my world. Yes, that's just it. It's because like- Because you get hit constantly with having to shift your focus. And all of a sudden it's like, whoa, I need to be over there instead of over here. And that's it. Yeah. yeah, that's it. And it's like, oh, I want, I want a Harry Potter wand. It's like, all right, let's go find a stick outside and we will put a little ribbon on it and you will have a Harry Potter wand. Like there are just so many- yeah, so many ways in which you can be creative. And so instead of sitting for six hours knitting on a blanket, which again, served a purpose, recognized mm -hmm. it, moved on. But I feel so much more um, creative on days where I can sit for an hour with my blanket and then head into the kitchen and figure out what I have in there and try and mishmash something together for dinner or for lunch. And yeah, yeah. So anyways, creative diversity. Diversity. That's it. Oh, I feel like we discovered something brand new. Ooh. No, <laughs> no, not at all. Everyone <laughs> else is like, uh-huh. We know all about that. Yeah, we got it. We got it. <laughs> no, but it was, it was funny because yesterday we celebrated dad's birthday. We, you weren't here, but, oh. and I had to put together the, this amazing cake and I had to get the shrimp ready to go. And then I baked breads because Graham was coming and Jake was coming and they both wanted bread and, that shrimp mom. Oh, it was to die for. That photo, I was like, oh Lord. It was to die for because I also made the marinara. Was that from the Carmine's cookbook? 
Oh my God. It was to die for. The whole meal was mouthwater. It was the best meal I've made in so long. But for me, cooking and like, I used to work for a caterer, so organization around cooking. Like I can cook five things at once. Yes, I really can. can. Mm -hmm. And it's like, but when it was all over, then I cleaned the kitchen and I had like beautiful loaves of bread out and I had the, the sauce simmering. And it was just, that's what feeds me creatively along with, then I sat down and stitched. For those of you that can see, I've been stitching ornaments. I'm obsessed. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head. I never really could identify what that was. Mm -hmm. So now when I get that feeling of I've been sitting for so long, I don't want to do this. But you know where else I found that feeling and it was really difficult for me mm -hmm. when I was designing needlework and I was coming up with a new design because you could spend all day designing and have nothing. And I'd be completely depleted, completely. I don't get that with our business now because yarn dyeing is so different. Mm -hmm. Designing designing on, with pencil and paper or computer, however you do it, it's such a long drawn out process. And if you don't really already have the design in your head, it can take days to come up with anything. And that's when I used to get that feeling of there's nothing left in my body. I just feel blah. And okay. So question for you, were you ever in those, in that time in your life, were you ever able to identify what you had to do to be able to come up with something? Like, did you go for a walk? Did like, what were some of the things you turned to when you felt that block? Um, was it other crafts? Was it like knit? I know you ha didn't knit until you were what age? I knit, I, I want to say my forties is when I became a really big knitter. Capital K. Yeah. Capital K. And that's when, um, I was also designing cause I needed the diversity. I, I couldn't just do one thing. So mm -hmm. that was my, so sometimes just walking away yeah, and, and breathing and like saying, I'm done for today. Nothing's working. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I don't remember. I wish I was that person that walked in nature and got inspired or mm -hmm. it's. Well, you've yeah. always had such a diverse tool belt when it comes to your creativity. Like you've always been a baker. You've always been a cook. Mm -hmm. You've always been. So like, I wondered if you could identify back then, like, okay, I'm just going to go spend some time in the kitchen and oh. just. Dive it's into interesting. That. Yeah, I just I just read this in I think it was in a book or somebody told me. Maybe mm -hmm. it was Kristen. She said like she bakes when she's stressed. She bakes, and I yes, think I think it was Kristen. Yes, and I think I do something similar to that. Or used to. I don't so much anymore, but I used to really get into like baking. Like mm -hmm. that was my thing. So it could have been that. Honestly, I can't remember because it was when you guys were little and there wasn't a lot of headspace for anything. <laughs> you were just on autopilot, like wherever your body yeah. brought you. Yeah. And it was just, and sometimes just letting go of the the need to get it right. And just all of a sudden, just like scribbling or whatever. Yeah. Sometimes that would work. That's all I can think of. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's a thing. It's a thing. You hit a wall. 
Mm-hmm. You hit a wall and you need time to regroup. And, and just knowing that for me now and allowing that time, because there was a time when I would not allow that. I was like, no, I don't have time to regroup. Which And, and I can go there today. You are my person there where it's like, mom, just don't work. It's like, right. oh, okay. I guess I could do that. Oh, that's an option. That's one of the biggest perks of working for yourself. Yes, yes. It's the biggest perk, but it's the hardest because you're working for yourself. And it's like, you you know what you need to do in order to get that month to go through. And right. But yeah, I think valuing downtime as an artist, as a creator. As a human, let's be honest. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> out there who does not follow the I believe it's called the nap ministry oh I don't but I've seen posts lately well it I I've reposted a bunch because I think her message is so valuable oh she was on gosh, Br- no, I totally forgot I listened to her on yes. that podcast I yes. wasn't putting those pieces together yes her work is so important I will link all of her stuff down yes. below for anybody because holy moly if anybody can speak to the power of rest It is her. I'm not even going to attempt to dive into that topic because all we can do is share our human experience as it pertains to rest. And Mm -hmm. I'm never sorry that I rested ever. I never stop and think. I can't believe I didn't put that, that name together with, like, as you said it, I've been reading it on the bottom. And like, just as you said, I was like, wait a minute. I know what that is. I think she was on Brene, Brene Brown, I think. She was on Brene or Glennon, one or the other. I can't remember. I can't remember either, but, but yes. So, um, they're powerful. Amazing. Please, please. If you're listening to this, go click down, go look at all of her. So she has a book. She wouldn't even have multiple books. I don't know, but, um, yeah, we've just been taught that busy is good. Mm -hmm. And for years now, the word busy really bothers me, Mm. really bothers me because well I I so I adapted something from I believe it was from you because at one point I remember you like one a beginning of one year you were like I'm gonna stop saying I don't have time yes I think that was from you and so now whenever I catch myself like going to say that I'll always say oh no 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 I haven't prioritized that to make it time for like that that's a choice that I made to not prioritize it and I do say that a lot, like to say you don't have time is, it, it's just like, I don't have time. I don't have money. I don't, it's, I choose not to spend my time doing that, or I choose not to spend my money on that. Right. Instead right. of saying I don't have, because right. like for me, when I hear someone saying, I'm like, no, you're just choosing not to use your time that way. Right. Which is fine. Is absolutely fine. And I say it for myself too. Like, no, I'm choosing not to spend my time doing that right, right, right. now. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 It's all good. I'm trying to think of if there's any other like little tangents that we could go on with that, but we are just about at an hour. We're at oh, about, I like. We're at about 45 minutes. Um, so I think we'll probably wrap it up there for today since it so naturally came to an end. Um, yes, I agree. Man, it was fun. It was so fun. I feel like we said, let's talk about ourselves, And then I just 
you started and I totally turned the whole conversation around, but I feel like that is what we're going to do. It was perfect though. Like yeah. we got a little bit of background information on me. We got a little bit of background information on you. Obviously, if there are any questions or anything like that, feel free to plop them in the comments down below. If you are on Patreon, um, if you are listening to this on any kind of an audio streaming service, feel free to head over to Patreon, subscribe if you would like. We have a lot of great content over there. Mm. Um, but yeah, we are, we will be coming back to you. I, we haven't quite decided on the frequency. I was thinking maybe every other week. I think, start. yeah, originally I was thinking like this morning, I was like, oh, every week I look forward to my weekly podcast so much, but I don't, I think we have to be reasonable with your time, the businesses we're running. Um, and I don't, I would rather add than take away. Totally. I agree. So I feel like I think we should do every other week. Mm hmm at this point and then as time goes on or if we have a guest who can only come on at a certain time whatever right right i think this whole thing is going to have to be very free-flowing because it's all very new mm -hmm. but i'm so excited about it this was so much fun so much fun it just it's nice because i feel like with the legacy knits podcast it is so making focus at like tangible makes whereas yeah. here we can really dive into more like theories, ideas, um, things of that nature, which I think is so valuable. Well, and I have to say on, on our legacy knits podcast and on the floss tube, I do people love conversation over anything. That's totally. where we get all our comments. So I also think, um, you know, if people have ideas of what they'd like to hear us chat about, like, let us know. I mean, we're open to just about anything and yeah, feel free to comment anything you want below. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do my best to answer them all. If, if I don't answer you, it's either because I've already answered it in another comment or something like that, but I'll always like, we'll always read every comment that we get. So yeah. feel free to like this little video or audio podcast over on Patreon to let us know if you're enjoying it. Um, but otherwise I think we will just be seeing you next week. I think so too. Two weeks. In two weeks. <laughs> We're still ironing it out, folks. We're ironing, We're ironing it, out. it out. Get the iron out. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. And we will see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. All right, let me stop the recording. Dun, 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 dun.